chasing an emotion and confusing that with spirituality can be dangerous. And in fact, it can lead to an addiction. And while an addiction to God might sound kind of counterintuitive, um, it leads us to a place of not having that deeper relationship with him because we're always chasing a feeling instead of chasing after God's nature and God's character. So we're going to talk about that and more today. Stay tuned. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach. And I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know you've been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. Listen, I know, I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, which helps you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I include lots of cultural and historical information, and it really makes these familiar passages of scripture just come alive. This is a great study to do on your own, to do with some girlfriends or even some teenage girls, and it will help you really gain the confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. You can find that on my resources page at shehears.org. And for a limited time, I'm offering all of my podcast listeners a special discount of 20% off. You can use the discount code hearing Jesus. That's one word, all caps, to get your discount. There are also some free videos and a leader's guide for you to get started. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today is day four of examining this introductory week of the spiritual disciplines and talking through the reasons why we need to pursue them. And so for the last couple of days, we were kind of alluding to the content of what we're going to talk about today, which is chasing a feeling instead of a relationship. And so our text for today is coming from Ephesians chapter four, and often this text is called Instructions for Christian Living, and it's very rich, and I'm just, it's a little bit long, so I'm going to get into it here so we can kind of talk about it after I'm done. So it says, starting in verse 14, Ephesians four fourteen, then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching or the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking of the truth and love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. 
From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So I tell you this and insist on it, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in their futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught, with regard to your former way of life, to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in the true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing something useful with their own hands, and they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk <clears throat> come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving forgiving one another, just as in Christ forgave you. I, I love this passage of scripture because it talks about some of the dangers of pursuing things in our emotion. And so um, one of the things that we've seen in this last year is the fall of many famous preachers from different kinds of mega churches and ministries. And we've seen them come from this place of having a hugely impactful ministry to really their, their ministries or their churches dissolving. And I think part of that is because they are chasing an emotion to fill them up. And while it definitely can become an addiction ministry-wise, I think the, the far more dangerous aspect is when you're starting to seek that emotion to fill you up. Um, you know, we see this happen in a lot of ways, but I think in the case of some of the, the more recent stories that have hit the news, it's become uh, about platform building and about pride and about... Um, feeling this sense of, you know, they're the only one with the, the anointing. And it's it's gotten to a place of being really dangerous. I think in my own life, I was in a season, especially in the beginning of one of my more fruitful ministries, there was a lot of fruit and there was a lot going on. And, you know, I had a season where I was doing four ministry sessions a day and we were ministering to a ton of kids and we were doing that like three, four days a week. And while we were seeing some incredible things, again, families coming to Christ and entire neighborhoods being impacted, instead of it being about what God was doing, my identity became wrapped up in it. And instead of realizing God loved me for who I was, I was doing those things because I felt like God loved me for what I was doing and what I could do for him. And so that service component became addictive. Everything for me, everything had to be kind of taken away from me during the pandemic before I could recognize that my worth 
to God was because I was his daughter, not because of what I was doing. Because during the pandemic, when churches couldn't meet, everything was shut down. Our bus ministry was done. Our sidewalk Sunday school ministry was done. Our regular weekly Bible study groups were done and everything was taken away. And I realized that my identity was so wrapped up in service and serving that I did not know who I was in my relationship with God apart from serving. And over and over again, I had to rest in this relationship with God where he just kept telling me over and over, you are loved for who you are and not what you do. And so our worth is in our identity as a child of God. And so we need the Holy Spirit to help fill that identity. And and one of the things that I always teach the kids, if you've heard me in person, I always talk about this, is we, and I'm not the only one that says this, but we all have this God-shaped hole. And so we have a tendency to try to fill that hole with all sorts of things. And for, for the secular world, it would be affairs or alcohol or others' opinions or attention on social media. But for us as believers, sometimes we can try to fill that with forming our identity and trying to work hard for God or um, avoiding the shame that comes from maybe failing. And so what the disciplines do is they help us to understand our identity in Christ and who we are as sons and daughters of God. It's not about what we do. It's about who we are. And so um, one of the things that we will be talking through is how to form our identity based on our relationship with God. Lord God, I pray for my friends right now, that even right now in this moment, that you would help this message to resonate them with them, that they are loved for who they are and not what they do. That they are loved because they are yours, because you and who you are, you are love. And so their love, their identity is not dependent on what they do or what they say or who they are or the things that they're doing to try to measure up according to the world standards. God, help them to feel incredibly loved because of who you are, even right now in this moment. Lord, I pray that you would surround them with your love and your peace and that they would continue to seek you out and seek a deeper relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow, guys. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call on your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.